Yeah, and so just thank you for joining the Dream Young Podcast. You know, we truly appreciate your time today. Um, we've done some research on your organization. The Functional Hand is a great product. Yep. Um, the assistive technology, you know, industry or niche is just something that we have a passion for. And so we truly like the product that you guys have and wanted to know as much as, as we can about how you started, why you started, and, to, and then tell us about the product. We kind of started about five years ago with this whole idea that we were hoping to form a company called Fair Solutions that more or less would allow us to have a further reach. So as we were doing this, Linda had a specific passion um, for putting a product out there. And there was one thing that I had noticed that she was amazing about, and that was she developed these tools for every type of she just out of their class mold whether a child was going to use a marker or whether they were going to use a dot marker or whether they're going to use a glue stick. And it just seemed like there should be a better way. So mm -hmm. I'll let Linda tell you the rest of the story as to how we came up, her dream became our reality. Okay. So it started many years ago. I had a child and the only thing that they could hold was a peg. And the child wanted to paint. The child had cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. And so I took the peg home to my husband and said, how can we make this a paintbrush? And he actually drilled a hole through the top of the peg and put a little screw in there and cut off a paintbrush and stuck it in. And next we had uh, a paintbrush and there were many other things that individuals wanted to hold. Mm -hmm. And so we put our minds together and thought what could be versatile so you know individuals with disabilities when they want to do something they're constantly buying adaptive equipment that yeah. serves one purpose yes and we and it gets expensive and we're like this is this isn't fair how can we make one thing that is so versatile that it serves many purposes and so again we you know the idea we're very excited because this is shot cord and it's used in sailboats so it it sits in the water so mm. it is very durable nice. and it opens it's pulled and when you cinch it tight it goes around individuals he's got a dot marker okay. we have water bottles so you see how wide it goes yes. Yes. because a lot of the universal cuffs that we found if a child if the object fit in this horizontal position, it work, It may work and if it fit into this slot. But we know they want to do everything. Mm -hmm. And so we needed something that allowed individuals to hold something in a vertical orientation nice. and adapt to the size. So, you know, we found, you know, these paintbrushes that we love because they're safe for children. They're not going to poke themselves yes. with them. Yes, that's great. That, one of my favorite is, you know, with the stylus, with the new iPads, we had, you know, I was very excited because I had, as children get older, they might not have the motor control to isolate their index finger to activate a stylus, I mean, to hold uh, and activate an iPad. And so what this allows us to do is to give them a way that they can work their iPad, whether it's to play games, whether it's to do learning apps. Um, it also 
crosses ages. The advantage of the stylus, like Linda said, not only could multi-ages access their iPad, but what was also exciting was the whole idea that um, one of my adult clients finally had a way to simply access the emergency number on his phone. He wow. um, likes to do long distance road trips. And he's an athlete. So it was kind of nice that he had that security of being able to just and hit that emergency number on his phone, which is something yeah. that we didn't even think of, but he got all jazzed about. We were actually trying to get him to play poker or something with it. I don't know. <laughs> remember what we were something totally different. And so I think that's what's been really cool for us. It's, it's fun, it's functional, but it's so flexible. And yeah. like Linda said, there's not another universal cuff out there that's really universal. Because this can hold in the horizontal, it can hold things in the vertical. None of the other cuffs can do that. So that was exciting. And, you know, we were able to do it as inexpensively as possible, which is, again, like Linda, to Linda's point of, it's expensive. Families are buying things over and over. Another cool thing that came up with adults is um, we are lucky enough, as Linda mentioned, we're not the most tech and social media savvy, to hire a young woman um, who works for us. And she um, is in a chair. Um, she, um, anyway, so she's a wheelchair user and has a large um, group of friends that she had from the University of Illinois um, who were spinal cord and partial spinal cord injuries. So one of her friends reached out and said, hey, I'd love to try the tool. I'm into cooking. So again, you know, just a whole nother mm -hmm. area that, yeah. you know, I don't know, I'm not that great a cook, so I, certainly I wouldn't have thought <laughs> that, but I thought maybe Linda would, because she's better yeah. with me, but it was just, again, another cool application that, you know, there's, it's kind of limitless because it's just this super simple device. And I think the big thing for us that we were lucky enough to discover with the help of a going to be 90 in September grandfather friend was just this V design because the V design, we kept going for a circle. And mm -hmm. whenever you put anything in a circle, you have that possibility of slippage either. We mainly dealt with it in the horizontal than the vertical, mm -hmm. but as soon as you drop it in the V and apply a third pressure, right? It's kind of the same thing as people mm -hmm. wear TLSOs, right? Three pressure right. idea. It doesn't slip, it won't slip in the vertical and it also doesn't slip from left to right or in the horizontal. So and when we just put these little simple, you know, rubber stops to also help with the slippage and we kind of got a tight fit. So it held the movement side to side and we felt there the object cannot move. Our children and clients deserve something because their body, they can't control those movements. I cannot give them a piece of adaptive equipment that they can't control the movement here. They can't control the movement in their body. You know, there are endless opportunities. One of the things we took like a, the mini M&M containers and here I used a spool and just put a piece of Velcro on it. And for some of our children, they, parents take their hand and move it when they want to take, make a pick. So this is a simple memory game. And we just put Velcro on the back of this, lay it out. And a child that can't pick up the cards can simply mm. put it oh, down yeah. to, oh, to yeah. make their choice. <laughs> yeah. Because our children, people sometimes don't think they're as smart as they are because they physically can't do the activity. Yeah. But yeah. we know kids are smart. Their yeah. motor skills hides their intellect. And we don't want that to happen. So we're trying to create games 
that the kids can do it by themselves because when they move their limb, everybody gets excited because they know that's it's right. their ownership and their intellect. And, and that's so important to our clients. And so, and so how are you guys manufacturing the product? Is it like, are you using a 3D printer or you have a third party? Well, you don't have to share any any secrets, but you know, just let me know what you can about the manufacturing process. Uh, actually, we are three D currently three D printing. We have looked into the possible of injection molding. Uh, that was a little bit too rich for our blood at this purpose. We uh, at this point, and you know, in terms of where we're at, so I think that we felt like we got a good enough three D print and a quality product. So what we did was we sent it out to a few manuf not manufacturers, but a few distributors, and said, "Hey, this is our product. What do you think about it?" Do you think this in 3D print is good enough to, you know, to market, to put it out there? And everybody came back and said it looks really good. So what we did was we decided to go ahead with the 3D printing based on the feedback we got from some distributors of, you know, medical tools in the field. Okay. And they all said the quality was good enough. Um, so we didn't go to the next step. Linda and I are therapists. Um, okay. This is this is kind of a big step outside of what we do. So yeah. we have looked into the possibility of what it would take to injection mold. We just aren't at that point where we even have the money to, you know, cause you gotta buy the molds and- Yeah, you still gotta build up, you gotta build up. So we'd love for that to be a problem someday so that we could get it out and hopefully even at a lesser cost. Um, we, you know, we were just excited that when we sent it out and people liked it, the price that came back to us was actually ten dollars more than what we're selling it for, so we're excited oh, about that. That's great. We, this was not a mission of making money. This was a mission of, you know, we need to get something out there that works. Um, and it was more about getting the product to the end user than everything in between. We just were so naive; we had no idea what that right. meant or what it took. Right. But it's been we. It's been amazing. We have met so many amazing people like my daughter-in-law's grandfather who helped us with the final design. Um, we've had multiple people help us with the 3D printing part of it. I mean, these things were first print at a public library that Linda has a library. Wow. <laughs> and then we had the University of Illinois in Champaign. I'd like to acknowledge them. They had um, their maker lab there and they worked with us to do our first large order and worked hard on the design to help us make some changes and get it right and that that was exciting we well i think the other thing too is is i mean we um were trademarking trademarking on our own and linda happened to notice online that there were schools out there that actually offer scholarships to help you patent your products. So we were lucky oh, enough to get one of those. Right. So that's it's great. been kind of crazy and um, we're learning things we never imagined we would, but it's been cool because we, you know, it's doable. I mean, if you have a passion for it, you're gonna get it out there. And it was funny, even like working with the Maker Lab at U of I, we as therapists, we know that the ergonomics of how this fits in your hand makes a difference. We know that the weight of it it sounds silly, but we knew that certain types of filaments have to be used because our you need a certain weight. And we couldn't like really, here we are telling these engineers, well, we don't know how much it needs to weigh. It just got to feel like this. So yeah. here, this is, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're measuring and weighing. And also even what does the surface feel like? You know, because we needed to make sure that there's certain contextual pieces to this product that we had no clue what that meant in terms of manufacturing and engineering, but we just knew 
and our gut and from our therapy standpoint, what it needed to be. And we were just really lucky enough that people were patient enough with us to yeah. help yeah. us to get it to be that way. We asked and a lot of it? kids and adults with that have grasp difficulties, how does this feel? And, and just interviewed a lot of individuals till we came up and we're right. excited. So There's nothing better than Instagram when <laughs> somebody purchases it and they send a picture of their child doing something yeah. they haven't done before. There is no reward in life, even making a million dollars that yeah. oh, that may make me feel, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's a great. I mean, it's a great thing to help people realize their dreams. To right. have a product that does that and it could still benefit um, on, on people's lives and benefit you guys as well and, and help you out financially. It's just a win-win for everybody involved. Um, when I see a product like that, I'm like, yes. If I it's if exciting. I had access to products like that when we were on the front lines serving yeah. people with special needs. I mean, it would have benefited a lot of the people that we served as well. So. Now, is it a, is it a one size fits all, or is it just it tapered? Is, right now, it is. We measured, and um, children as young as two have used this size. It would be nice to have a variety of sizes. Sure. We're just not there. We really think three sizes would be fine. We put a lot of ages um, holding it. And so right now we're one size fits all. I would say any age two and up, mm -hmm. this they'll grow into it probably better at three. It's very comfortable. If okay. you are a large male adult hand, it may feel a little small, um, mm -hmm. but for the most part, it's pretty generic. And you know, the other thing I wanted to point out, we'll, we'll go with the blue because that's our signature color, mm -hmm. but we made it with an arch in it because a lot of the individuals, whether you're cerebral palsy or spinal cord, there's a tendency to get atrophy of the hand and that mm -hmm. flat hand. And a lot mm -hmm. of the kids I work with, they wear splints that support the arches of the hand. And we thought, how great a child can color and yeah. actually do something for their hand that helps contour it and build up their arch um, as they move. So that was just another benefit. And um, our, our the gentleman that's helping us with the design said this will be less slippage in the hand going side to side. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. there isn't a component of this that doesn't have a purpose. Something, but, again, we didn't realize when we started manufacturing that everything, every decision has to serve a function. So sure, that's right. my mm -hmm. husband is six, three big guy, big hands. And even him was like, no, this one. I mean, we literally had buildups that changed by maybe a millimeter or two. And this one, this one, this one, and this was, everybody kind of was like, no, it's this one. And so ladies, what's the next step for you guys? Um, is it is it continue to market the product until you sell a certain amount of units? And then at that point, scale it? Um, you know, exactly what's the plan? I think we have a few plans. I think, first of all, we would like schools to reopen at some point. And yes. I don't know yes. when they can do that safely. Obviously, safety is the most important mm -hmm. because we really want to let um, the schools know, you know, art teachers. Um, I have individuals that use their iPad in school that have to have somebody yeah. help them. So we would like to get into more marketing and have opportunity to do that because we do think the schools is a primary location. Yeah. So okay. that would be it. Then we, we would like to package bags with the materials that, you know, parents go on. And if we can do it affordably, 
Mm -hmm. all the little tools that can go into, if we can package them, we want to make life simple. Our families don't have time. The mothers and fathers, the caregivers are exhausted. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we want to see how we can put pieces together to make it easy. We are continuing a primary goal is to make, continue to make some videos because we know that families that look at YouTube and get ideas, drive other families with ideas. So these are some of the pieces related to this that we would like. I think the big thing for us is um, the whole marketing thing is an issue for us because we, you know, um, if you've been on our website, we have, it's pretty simple. I mean, so I mean, those are the pieces that we know we need to, in order to drive sales, we need to have a little bit better marketing, but also, you know, better branding those types of things. So I think we need to move in that direction. We do have a lot of other ideas for products to develop. We have one in particular, but again, we feel like we should at least get our brand out there, do a good job of it and then see where it goes from there. Fine. Yeah. I was trying to find out (laughs) if you guys were partnering with other um, companies that, that also did assistive technology. Currently we have one distributor and it's Therapro out of Boston. Um, they're great. They also are an OT occupational therapy owned company and a woman. So we were kind of excited about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. What about me? <laughs> they're okay. horrible, like, their CFO is a male. So I need to know. I will. Okay, I'll we have to deal with him probably more now than anybody. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, we do have them. We'd love to get involved with other distributors. Distributors are starting to reach out to us, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But again, we really, we really want to stick to that lower price if we can. So that's where the issue becomes if, you know, once you start having distributors, then there's this whole dance about price and we really are trying to keep it affordable for families. So we'll see where it goes. Celine didn't have the luck to, to speak with you the other day. Can you tell her a little bit about what you guys do? And is there a way we can support you? We're so appreciative of this time. But just we're asking everybody just to support our our YouTube channel. Just go to dreamyoung.org, which is our website. Subscribe to our page. Yeah, subscribe. We'll follow us same. on our social media platforms. <laughs> Anything like okay. that would help. And share our our um links with all your friends, our video links. We're trying to build our numbers so that now we can get more support right. um, and get in a position where we can actually just reach more people. Yeah. You know, but ultimately that's what we do. We are a nonprofit, 501c3. We started out with a training center in Tampa. We currently live in Georgia and now we raise awareness. And so now we're about to we're starting to focus on on having a virtual training center as well because everything that's going on with the COVID-19. Right. So even though we're doing podcasts, we're doing social media campaigns and things like that, we're looking at maybe starting some art classes, some media creation classes for people with special needs virtually and and then add on to things at that point. We currently have what like five individuals who are visually impaired who currently work for us as paid interns. Mm-hmm. So we actually hire people who have disabilities. And that's something that we just partnered with a company by the name of Visions out of New York City right. um, to get, achieve that goal. And so and so we're building. We're, we're kind of like in the same position as you guys. You know, we want to kind of enhance our marketing and kind of get our brand out there a little bit more. And so we're in the stage of just kind of creating more, more momentum for ourselves. Right. And being in this industry for so long, because we started off uh, working directly with um, 
clients where we would take them out into the community. And so we know firsthand about the technologies that they need, especially at that time, they didn't have that. So your product is great because number one, um, they'll be able to be a lot more independent. And that's what we strive for for our clients is so to make them completely independent or a lot more independent, you know, than when we first met them. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this I mean, a lot is of them, great. Yeah, a lot of them trans um, transitioned out of group homes, right, into their own housing, into their own apartments, and we were kind of like the bridge that helped that mm-hmm. help that process along. We helped them manage their banking, their their rental agreements, everything. all their medical appointments, everything that ties them to independent living. We were there as a team to help them with it, and um, and we started the organization in two thousand and seven. And so it's, the company in, in Tampa is still running. It's a family-run business. So we kind of still have a foot in that world mm-hmm. while we're running our nonprofit in Georgia and kind of just, you know, handling it on that level. So we travel a lot. <laughs> so we're trying to just raise awareness. We know it's needed. And to us, we have such a passion because they become like our family members. Yeah, yeah. So then you have this, you know, this yeah. inner passion to like, you know, raise yeah. awareness for them, do yeah. something, you know. Have a bigger mission than yourself in life, yeah. you know. That was the goal. That was, I mean, it's easy to, it's easy for us to have. So, you know, we kind of dabble in real estate as well. We flip houses, and we right. got some side hustles that we do and things like that, just to keep food on the table. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that was the goal to build a company and a legacy vehicle to impact lives, and still to, and still to do what we love to do. That's really what it is. You know, it's easy to open a convenience store sure. on a corner and sell oh, yeah. cigarettes and beer. You know, I mean, anybody can kind of do that and we can kind of make money doing that, but we wanted to kind of, you know, use our skills and things that we love on a daily and impact lives with the people that we serve. That's, well, that's so. what Bluing goes, what, what, what exactly do they do? Cause we both look at the website, I'm like, everything. <laughs> everything, yeah, we're yeah. like a one-stop shop. I just want to thank everybody for watching, please. Take the time to subscribe. It's free. Like the video. Share the video. This content is is, is pretty impactful, and I think it's going to help a lot of people. And don't forget to visit our website, dreamyoung.org, where you can purchase T-shirts, you can donate, and just support the whole movement of Dream Young Arts and Media. Thank you. And don't forget to leave us a comment. Tell us how we're doing. You have a question, ask us. We'll be happy to answer it for you. Thank you, guys. Peace.